0: Is processed food even food? In our quest for convenience, we have created a version of food that is so far from what it is and always was intended to be, fuel that nourishes us. In this segment, we will discuss the downside to processed and what is now labeled as ultra-processed food. Welcome back to Health Bite, the podcast for small actionable bites towards healthy living. I believe your relationship with food is a window into your relationship with yourself. In this podcast, we will explore how to redefine this relationship so you can not only achieve your weight loss goals, but greater mental, emotional, and physical well-being. In the end, that's what it's all about, isn't it? I'm your host Dr. Adrian Udeem and I'm excited to share with you this week's bite. So let's talk about processed foods. Of course, processed foods were created to make life easier on us. By definition, they're foods that have been modified in order to make them shelf stable, convenient and on the go while remaining palatable. Highly highly palatable. Processed foods include a wide range of foods. They include breads, cereals, frozen meals, ice cream, drinks, the stuff that's found in jars and cans, cookies, chips, and other snack items and packaged foods. Ultra-processed takes the additional step to change the actual look of the food, the taste of the food, And typically they have little to no whole foods and therefore have a higher load of added stuff, of additives. And they may include some of the examples of above, but basically what separates ultra processed from processed is the degree to which what was once a food item is modified and processed. And in that process, They are adding other things and also removing much of the nutritional value of the food itself in order to make it stable for the shelf. Sometimes this is remedied by, quote, adding nutrition back in a process called or labeled as fortified or enriched. For example, sugary cereals will have certain B vitamins like folate added back to the cereal, giving it a false sense of nutrition. And that way they can label it with fancy terms like fortified, taking away the notion that this food initially did have some nutrition to it, which was in the process engineered out. Side note, by the way, do you know why folate is added to many breads and cereals? Folate deficiency, as many of you know, when it occurs in women of childbearing age, can cause neural tube defects in the child, in the fetus. And as the American diet became more and more devoid of actual real food with real nutrients, the government decided to fortify Commonly consumed packaged foods like cereal with this nutrient as a way to prevent this fatal condition. Just think about that the notion that our food supply has become so devoid of nutrients that if we were just to eat it as it is offered up to us, we would be creating malnutrition in our fetuses and children to such a degree that it would cause a fatal condition. Another negative factor in addition to removing nutrients in the processing is again, the addition of potentially harmful substances in order to keep it looking good, shelf stable, and tasting good. So additives such as preservatives, sweeteners, emulsifiers, thickeners, food coloring, and taste enhancers are added to processed foods. Even the quote natural additives such as salt is commonly used as a preservative. Even this natural additive can be harmful. In fact, salt is deemed one of the most important contributors to hypertension, stroke, and the number one cause of death in the United States, which is heart disease. In fact, just this past March, just a few months ago, the WHO released a report stating that 7 million people could die of diseases linked to excessive salt consumption before the end of the decade, if the government does not immediately pass tighter restrictions on salt consumption. High sodium intake, is deemed the top risk factor for an unhealthy diet. And it is responsible for, get this, 1.8 million deaths each year and up to 5 million strokes per year globally. That is a lot. That is a lot of disease and morbidity from just one, albeit natural, additive to processed food. Processed and ultra-processed foods are also high in sugar and oil, and usually a combination thereof, which of course contributes to excess weight and obesity, which in and of itself is linked to metabolic disease, cardiovascular disease, as well as other common diseases like breast, colon, and prostate cancer, to name a few. People who are given processed meals as compared to the real deal of the same thing, tended to consume 500 calories more per day. And the reason of this is unknown, but it may very well have to do with the combination of salt, sugar, and fat that makes these foods so palatable and so desirable that we end up eating more of the thing than we actually need and desire but here's something that you may not know. Studies show that processed foods don't even result in the same release of hunger and fullness hormones as the real deal food. So as I've explained on this podcast many times, and if you haven't listened to it, you have to go back and listen to the uh, episodes that deal with the anatomy of hunger. When we eat food, our gut releases hormones or chemical messengers that signal fullness to the brain. These are the very same hormones that are mimicked in the popular weight loss and obesity and diabetes drugs like Ozempic, Wegovy, and Manjaro. But what they've shown is that when we consume the processed version of certain foods, we don't release the same hormones that would signal fullness to the brain. So we basically don't get the signal that we're full and thus we keep eating. For example, a packet of quick mix oatmeal where you just add hot water and go will not release the same boost of these fullness hormones as a cup of steel cut oatmeal that we cook over the stovetop; Therefore we don't, or are not left feeling as full as we should. Also a piece of processed chicken that you may find at a fast food joint or packaged in the market will not cause the same surge of fullness hormones as the real deal piece of a chicken thigh that we tear off the whole chicken. The result is that one needs to eat more and more and more to get the same level of fullness. Pretty wild, no? Thinking that food actually doesn't cause the same release of hormones that food actually should really keys into this notion that processed or ultra processed food is not even food. It's not even food. But in terms of additives, other additives that you may have heard of include nitrates, nitrites, these are oftenly found in beef products, carrageenan, artificial sweeteners like erythritol, which we reported on last month being linked to heart disease. So there are these endless list of additives that we don't even quite frankly really know the long-term effects of. And yet ultra-processed foods have steadily grown as a part of the American diet and currently make up a whopping 60% of what American adults consume every day and nearly 70% of what our kids consume, yikes. Over the past year, I have reported on Health Byte, the various studies that have linked processed and ultra-processed foods to a whole host of medical, physical, and even mental conditions and diseases, ranging from an increased risk of obesity, as mentioned above, hypertension, high cholesterol, breast cancer, colon cancer, as well as a higher risk of cognitive decline, like dementia as well as mood disorders. But before we freak out, because as I've always said, health bite is not about fear, it's about giving you actual actionable bites. Remember that not all processed or even ultra processed foods are deemed as terrible. For example, Whole grain bread that doesn't have added sugar and fat and has little salt also is high in fiber and could actually be a net positive or even yogurt, which is considered processed, has been shown to result in a reduced risk of colon cancer when consumed regularly. I know many of you think dairy is bad. That's a whole other topic. And finally, the amount matters. So almost every study done has shown that health risks are cumulative, meaning that the more servings of processed foods you consume, the more potential harm it can cause. And in some studies, the linkage was seen to be most harmful at nine servings per day. And that's quite a bit. Hi, friends. It's Dr. Adrian, and I'm dropping into your podcast, to offer a love letter to you. I believe that our hunger represents our unmet emotional and spiritual needs. And by leaning in and listening to our hunger, we have an opportunity to hear our needs and to respond. I know this not only from personal experience, but from listening to the stories of hundreds, if not thousands of patients over the past almost 20 years. I have compiled these stories, including my own, into hungry for more stories and science to inspire weight loss from the inside out. This book is not just about weight loss, but about life and contains lessons that I know to be life-changing. If you don't believe me, head over to my website at dradrianudim.com where you can obtain a free sample or to amazon.com and check out the reviews for yourself. The take-home message here is if you found yourself to be one of those Americans in whom is consuming 60% of your calories from processed or ultra-processed foods, let's scale back. Number one, increase whole food in your diet. Maybe start with one meal a day, maybe start with one serving per meal per day, make it a point to have For example, a fresh salad before your meal, or an apple as a snack where you otherwise would have had something packaged. I know this is so basic and not sexy, but guess what? The stuff that your mama taught you, back to the basics, matters. So let's go back to the basics. Number two, consider meal prep. It's never easy. In fact, it's impossible to do things on the fly. You need to plan and be intentional, which means that you need to be prepared with a plan. So think about it over the weekend. What am I going to eat this week? What am I going to prep so that my intentions are actually lived out? I actually do what I intend to do for myself. Because again, as we all know, if you wait for the last minute, you are not going to have The wherewithal, or even the ingredients necessary to do the right thing for yourself. Number three, include your family. One of the most common reasons we turn to processed food is because of time. And let's face it, having a family is a time sink. And if you recall the statistic above, Our kids are suffering from this and eating even more processed foods than we are, which over a lifetime could really impact their health. So let's include them. Let's engage them in the meal planning. Let's make it fun and engaging. Number four, manage your expectations. Living a healthy life, living an intentional life, takes time therefore the notion that everything should be quick and easy is an expectation that sets us up for failure fortunately advances in food technology has made life easier for us but the notion that should it be always easy is a false notion every relationship takes time Our relationship with food is no different. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. Do not expect complete 180s overnight. It doesn't happen that way. And don't expect perfection. Like I've always said on this podcast, you do not need to be perfect in order to be effective. The truth is that small changes done consistently have profound profound impact on your health and well-being. And at the same token, be accountable. Kindness means accountability to yourself. So be accountable, be committed. Remember that you are in the driver's seat and it is on you to keep yourself there. We can do both at once. Be accountable, be committed, and be kind and compassionate. These two things do exist together. And that is all for this week on Health Bite. I'm so grateful that you are here with me. If you love this podcast, if you find it informative, please share it with somebody that you love. And if you would head back over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listened and leave us a review, I would be so grateful. Join me again next week on Health Bite, where I will be here to offer you our next nugget, our actionable bite towards health. See you then.